That's a good name for the baby. Fußstock ist fertig. Remember that? No. What did it mean? It means breakfast is ready. Ah. Um, which, if you've not seen the film, doesn't mean much. It might not mean much if you have seen the film, to be honest. Anyway, this is the Science Fiction Rating System, <laughs> uh, the podcast that aims to rank every science fiction film from 1 to infinity. This is episode 99, part 2 of World on a Wire. And I'm joined, as ever, by Chris Redding. Hello. Hello. And Alex Humphrey. Hi there. Chris, who's back from LA on the hot on the heels of his Alien uh, short film, mm. which is blowing up the internet. Yes, yes, um, yes. Um, people can go and see it. Where can they see it? YouTube, IGN. At the moment, it's on the IGN's channel on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna. I think they've got some sort of exclusivity for a few weeks, and it's going to go on a few of the things. It's included on the 4K re-release of Alien, so if you buy that on iTunes, you'll get that as an extra feature. Nice. Mm. Uh, Aliens, sorry, not Aliens. And then, uh, yeah, and if, wherever that's going to be sort of digitally distributed that 4k re-release brilliant it'll be with it mm. and um yeah. i think that's got some new list- listeners as well so say hello to new listeners hello uh, hello ridley you're out there just, ridley, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just here for chris they just want to hear chris that's they're not they're not they didn't know it was other people on this they just yeah i know yeah. chris's <laughs> podcast about alien <laughs> yeah. what the hell they're well, saying right now yeah these other two voices are just voices in my mind yeah. <laughs> appropriate for this week's film and yeah. how are you Alex I mean you said, said off air that uh, I, mm. think, I think if you were going to dis- say to me like describe hell I think kids improv play would probably be that but uh, I was that a kids good. yeah I was that a kids improv uh, your yeah, kid was there though just to be clear yeah I wasn't on my own no <laughs> and it wasn't him taking part no it was me and him and my yeah. wife yes uh, and uh, it was funny the guys were funny they made some adult jokes yeah. like I said off air they got up. I, I can't see how when you're doing improv you don't like cuz you just you're supposed to say anything and they've got to like totally like not say a lot of stuff and they don't really have many references in the world do they no well at one point uh there was some music and the guy was uh humming he was humming the um uh oh god what's it called Jonathan Creek theme tune and the bloke on stage actually said, hmm, that's an inappropriate reference for this age group uh because it was cuz no one would even got that joke like even you know why are you a kid that age? You're watching Jonathan Creek? Hasn't he been off TV for about 20 years, Jonathan Creek? Uh, yeah, I don't know why the guys decided to do what, Jonathan Creek. the teacher Creek th- was doing that? No, 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 oh, the, the improv, improv guys were doing that. Oh, right, that. okay. Oh, right, yeah. not the kids. No, 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 yeah. kids weren't doing that. Oh, um, right, okay. But yeah, no, they were, fun- they were funny. Uh, people just got obsessed with apples. People kept, like, saying apples for some reason. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah. Better than it saying was good. tits. It, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> better than saying tits, yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, so there you go. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Mm. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, down to business. Last week we watched the first part of World on a Wire, a three and a half hour epic. Uh, it was a TV show, but well, TV short series. What do you call it? A mini series. Mini series. TV um, movie. TV movie. Yeah, but it has been shown in theatre since and was theatres and American was shown in cinemas since and uh, was released as a one part thing. In 2010, 2012, something like 
And back on Blu-ray now, on limited edition. Back on Blu-ray now. So yeah, uh, first part, listen, last week's the first part. Spoilers ahoy, as always. Mm. Um, we ended with um, Einstein from within the simulation appearing in the restaurant inside the body of uh, Volm. Volm, what was it? What's his name? Is it Volmer? No, it's not Volmer. It's uh, ha- Holm. 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 Yeah, Holm. it's Holm. Yes. Holm. Uh, and blowing... Um, Stiller's mind, basically. Um, <laughs> he just drunk could not believe. Mind. <laughs> yeah, he's drunk and mind. Could not believe what was going on, and that's kind of the 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 his sort of attitude that pervades through the rest of this mm. thing, isn't it? Really? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was. Yeah. I found the second half a lot more funny than the first half. I think. Yeah, it was. But, um, it, yeah. it, it, it gets, goes off the rails, especially towards the end, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get into it. Um, it opens up. Like straight at the last part, uh, uh, finished off basically. Still in the restaurant, and he's having this kind of weird fight with um, the guy on the floor. And there's a the woman there who is deaf, who can't hear what he's saying. Um, oh, and he's asking for yeah. help, which is yeah. strange. Um, but basically, he gets hold of the situation, and they put uh, Holm back in the chair and get Einstein back into the simulation. Mm. Um, but it's becoming very apparent that shadowy forces are taking over. Aren't they? There's this bold chap who. Been introduced at the end of the last part, hadn't you? I think. Is that Mark Holm? Yeah, I think we saw him. That's Mark yeah. Holm, isn't oh, it? Oh, that's Holm, right? So, what's yeah. the guy? What's his colleague called? I can't remember what he's called. Uh, oh, is uh, oh, I've got it written down. Oh, is, is it? it it's, uh, it's not Carl, is it? Right. Oh, there's so many characters. Anyway, <laughs> so this this new guy, this bull trap, who's like the new um, the guy coming in to fix stuff, basically. And he's got these two enforcers who are uh, nastily dressed in hats and. Yeah, things are going a bit wrong, basically, aren't they? Uh, at this point, for everyone involved. Yeah. Mm. Um, and yeah, Stiller is. Uh, so he's he's already aware, isn't he, that he's he's in a simulation at this point. He knows he's a computer now. Yeah, and he's kind yeah. of lost all hope. So he's just drinking a lot more, and he's yeah. a bit more kind of nihilistic, isn't he? A bit like he's the kind prisoner of prisoner sort of vibe. It's a yeah, yeah, real yeah, real prisoner vibe. Yeah, definitely. And he's pretty much yeah he. He he thinks that Volmer, who is a scientist in the first part, hmm. he concludes that Volmer killed himself because he Volmer realised he was a simulation of yeah. machine and mm, couldn't, couldn't take cope. that knowledge, yeah. which is kind of what they hinted at with uh, Christopher Nobody uh, yes. <laughs> when Christopher Nobody killed himself because he was kind of like the same uh, the same thing. So he's kind of a lot of this second part to me seemed like it's kind of still a like. Because ultimately, we said at the first part, oh, maybe they won't explain things. Yeah. And it's not that they explain things in this, but he definitely nails down a few of the kind of ideas, doesn't he? Mm. Well, by the end, it's pretty much explained, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, there's definitely like an hour now where he's kind of... It, it, it goes between scenes where he's investigating things and scenes mm. where he just doesn't give a shit anymore and he's acting <laughs> strange. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Lapping and I like... Both those scenes, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, the first sort of notable scene is the one in the... Uh, when he goes to the newspaper. Um, oh, and there's a yeah. fantastically directed shot here where mm. it, like, pans... So he goes in meets the guy from the newspaper who had written an article that still is saying disappeared, basically, isn't he? Mm. And he's trying to get to the bottom of it, go through the record, see if the old article's there or whatever. And the uh, journalist asks his secretary to go and get something and she walks off from the desk in the wrong direction from the, where she's going to mm. and does a 360 around the whole room and the camera yeah. like tracks her all the way around it's it's really like yeah it's really cool that's beautifully shot, yeah. shot isn't it um mm. 
and it comes back around. And then there's a lot of these sort of scenes like this where it's. I think there's. Do you think there's more of this kind of thing in the second half than the first? Like you were more aware of the direction, no. or is that just because I got used to it? Maybe I don't know. No, I, I think it probably is because I think he, artistically he's trying to make you more aware of it. That he's, mm. you know, now you know you are in a in a simulation, as it were. He's trying to really push you at that. I think probably in the first uh, part there was more of that kind of over dramatic. Uh, like you said, it's Douglas Sirk, isn't it? Yeah, the yeah. kind of, yeah, like the more kind of like seemingly a bit ridiculous acting and a bit kind of like, yeah, mm. over over the top stuff. But I think you're right. I think in this, it's more of that kind of like, yeah, making you aware of the world or the environment, I guess it is. Yeah. Well, he's opened it up so he can kind of do them things. Is Essentially, it's still a lot of people in suits just talking to each mm. other, but they're, yeah. he's using the one sort of uh, dimension that he can play with, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, in this scene, there's a the action kind of just stops, and there's a guy walking a group of like old, <laughs> yeah. old age people through the office, explaining to them what the newspaper does. And yeah. he goes through, gets to the end, and he goes, "Oh, thank you," and they all go, "Oh, guten tag, thank you." Any idea yeah. what the relevance of this is? What's that? <laughs> no, I don't know. No, it's really odd that bit, isn't it? it really brings you out of it for a minute because they all acknowledge him, don't they? They just go back to like getting on what they're doing. It's very um... maybe it's some sort of computer based thing, <laughs> like computering joke. I don't know. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of odd. I mean, I think with the second part, he carries on the idea of the first that you've got this kind of like you've got all the sci-fi stuff, but you've also got a kind of a kind of murder, like a detective story. And yeah. in the first part, it was very much who murdered Volma, wasn't it? Yeah. That was kind of what he and why is uh, Laos? Why did Laos disappear? Mm. And then in the second part, it's more um, who is the contact unit, isn't it? It's more. Yeah. Who is the person that is the kind of Einstein of Stiller's world? This world, yeah. And that's still played out like a kind of detective, isn't it? Like, oh, it, you know, they're kind of eliminating suspects as they go along. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's very noir, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, Even definitely. the way that he's dressed, you know, his yeah. hat and his suit and stuff, it's very that. And he's constant smoking as well. Um, yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. But it um, kind of reminded me of like Chinatown in a way, in that you've yeah, got this yeah. kind of... Mm you've got this detective story, but actually it's really about a kind of larger, more kind of um, heavyweight subject, you know, like yeah. about a bigger kind of corruption, uh, like a business corruption uh, in a in a big sense, not just a kind of smaller thing. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Mm. Um, it's, I think it, it becomes, as it starts to unravel, it kind of, it's worse for it. I think while it's got this mm. sort of taut thread of the mystery at the same time as being a... A lynching sort of piece it works yeah. better for me i think mm. yeah do you know yeah. what i mean like as it starts to go all the way in the lynch direction towards the end mm. i've got to stop saying lynch obviously is before lynch but you know what i mean not that kind of yeah. Yeah. Um, no no i know what thing. you mean yeah no i know uh, what you mean it's it, yeah. it's out i'm sure there's a bit around this point where they say the simulation is in the year 2000 yes they do yeah which means isn't that doesn't that mean that the where they are is the year 1980 because isn't the simulation 20 years into the future? No, isn't the simulation within the simulation 20 years in the future? Yeah, so but there's, so I think they say that their simulation is 2000, mm. so then their world is 1980 then, isn't it? But I don't know, because I'm not sure if this, the, the simulation there has been used for the same reasons, is it? Oh, okay. Because what she says at the end about Fred Stiller, the real Fred Stiller, mm. yeah, and about his yeah. intentions, basically, what he's doing is different mm. to what they're doing within yeah. i think um, true true yeah uh speaking of lynch as well this this next scene 
probably the weirdest oh, scene in the film. God. Yeah. Which is when um <laughs> what's his name? Not Pliskin, Riskin. Siskin. Siskin. Siskins. Um <laughs> comes to see Stiller, who has put Siskin inside the simulation in the simulation. Mm. And he's like doing a he's like a it's like a vaudeville number kind of, but like yeah. slowed down and then sped up. Like so what, what is going on here? It's weird sound design, isn't it? It's interesting. It's so odd because at first I was like, has he programmed it wrong or is this like yeah. a thing about the program? But then it's like, it's like Little and Large or like um, <laughs> Two Ronnies or something, isn't it? Yeah. It's like some sketch show where they do music as well. Because like, they've not like processed it down, have they? I think he's just talking slow, isn't he? Mm. And it's not, um, that's not got subtitles, has it? That bit, I don't think no. either. So you don't no, no, really know, know what the yeah. joke is either or if there is a joke. I think like the it, very end of it's got subtitles, doesn't it? The very last thing. Yeah, it's not singing the really, song at the end. but it's. I mean, he's doing it, isn't he, to try and freak Siskins out and try and yeah. shake him. But Siskin but just loves it. No, <laughs> he just... He just like, yeah. This is bloody yeah. brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> really, I think Siskins comes into his own in the second half as like a really... Like a, like a guy really revelling in being a bastard, isn't he? Like, he just doesn't really yeah. care about mm. what he all thinks about him. He's just sort of... No. <laughs> uh, trying to pull the strings, but... Yeah, no, that is super surreal. That's really weird, that bit. I kind of, yeah, wasn't sure about that bit at all, but it, but it works, you know, it still works. It's interesting how they, like, tell that part of the story, though, like, visually, and um, obviously yeah. they're all working within the parameters of quite a limited budget, I'd imagine. All yeah. Mm. Um, Again, it's this it's this mirrors, isn't it, in that room? It's all mirrors and... Yeah. Like we mentioned yeah. the first part, the glass, which is not in this part as much at all. It's like a one bit where someone's behind glass. Yeah. There's a lot more mirrors in the second half. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and especially when Siskin's involved, he often looks at someone through a mirror, doesn't he? Like, mm. he'll look... He'll actually be looking at something completely different and talking or looking at someone back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, cam- the camera's focused on the mirror looking at Siskin, who's looking back over our shoulder, whoever he's talking to or, or listening to, basically. So, it must have um, taken them so long to plan. Like, those shots are so complicated. I don't know. I think they just shoved up mirrors in rooms and then just found <laughs> an interesting shot. angle. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Because you could tell, like, how the mirrors have just been, like, shoved up in various different rooms and <laughs> you can see, like, the ceiling and whatever's above them. But yeah, they, they work as a thing. It this works is a, as an interesting setting. Yeah. Mm. This is what um, you see subtitled on that screen, right? From This, this is from Siskin, his song at the end of the scene. <laughs> um, I began to carry out my scheme. Um, oh. Jess's eyes gleamed of love. Oh, so um, is it is uh, it like trying to be like, oh, I know you're, you're doing... Is still as trying to make him say like, oh, I know you're up to something. Yeah, I think so. And she whispered, oh. maybe... Hey, maybe uh, the sofa's wide enough for three. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Um, he's a little tap dance, and Siskin loves it. <laughs> it's good, it's funny. What's the tune it's done to? It's a weird tune, isn't it? I don't it's, know, yeah. It's a, I think it's a something else. It's a well-known tune. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, after this, um, Stiller goes to home. Mm. And basically, like, I know what's going on. I know completely what's going on. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's really, and he's, he needs yeah. to talk to Siskin, and he puts Siskin on. And he goes, "Yeah, he knows. He knows all about the fact. Well, what is it? He knows about it's the wrong thing, isn't it? It's just something different." Yeah, it's he... the United Steel. So basically, it's the thing we all knew, which is that Holmes still working for United thing, Steel, yeah. and that yeah. United Steel have got their fingers on the simulation, and it is all crooked. But we knew that, and that's yeah. not even really important anymore. Like, yeah. yeah, so he gets that completely wrong as well. Yeah, <laughs> they keep referring to steel conglomerate, don't they? Like, and yeah, 
But it, it's not really that important, is it, like in the grand scheme of things now? No, it's kind of a red herring at this point, That the yeah. whole steel thing. It's not yeah. really, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the thing is, like, to him, because we, cause we, we find out, obviously, later on, spoilers doesn't matter though really that it's Volmer's wife who's the contact mm. so because at this, this point you think oh he knows about the simulation and the simulation don't you this guy but yeah. he genuinely doesn't know that does he he genuinely mm. thinks that that the only cover up going on is the conglomerate thing doesn't he yeah yeah everyone the, else the, is oblivious yeah yeah and that's the thing that kind of I think it's probably worth watching this film twice because you're at this point you aren't sure who knows what are you at all mm. um, I think of the second viewing or they'd be probably more sympathetic to all these characters because it is clear that they are just in on a dirty scheme. Yeah. They are they and they do think he's crazy because to them he is crazy, isn't he? Like mm. they don't know about this other world. Yeah. Um which uh yeah, and so yeah, he I mean still I can't take this. He crashes out in the in the corridor <laughs> and uh the, the henchmen come to get him and there's a fantastic shot again of the whole long corridor, static shot, people come out the sides and the two henchmen uh, running from the back, like in this synchronized, like sort of Batman and Robin run from the yeah, back of the yeah. shot, like all the way through in silhouette. It's uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, which again is, I guess, that's a red herring because it looks very mechanical, doesn't it? And it's, yeah. mm. but are we led to believe that all? Well, no, they kind of say that, don't they? All his kind of fainting and his headaches and all that—that's because he's aware of being like not real, isn't it? Yeah. It's so. kind of like it's it's like the program is crashing because it can't handle yeah that that so, knowledge so it can't run properly. Oh right, yeah, I never thought yeah yeah. yeah so what, that's yeah. So what I thought remember last time I mentioned about the classical music and how constant that was for the first half. Mm, yeah, yeah. In the second half, we get a lot more electronic beeps and yeah. signals and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, just noises. They, yeah, but they always correspond with either a glitch or him having a headache. Mm. And so it made ah. me think the classical music is actually. Um, it's probably the opposite. It's like the machine sort of working properly. So when when things aren't going wrong, oh, yeah. the classical music is the sound of it going right. Because there's yeah. shots, even towards the end, you get uh, when um, it's when Volmer's wife comes to the cabin, mm. they play classical over the electronic for the first time. And that's yeah. because he's obviously straining at the very edge of it and she's trying to put him back in place, isn't she? Mm. Mm, so it becomes like a thematic yeah. sort of thing. It's, it's, what, like, it's almost like game, like game music. It's like the music in the background of the game kind of thing. Yeah, sort almost. of. I think it's just yeah. a clue as to like say... And again, if you watch, I think if I watched it again, it would be obvious that if you hear those electronic beeps, that is the thing glitching or him hitting mm. the limits of it. Because mm. it's so... I mean, this is where I first noticed it's so loud in the corridor, isn't it? And he's, he yeah. has a headache and he collapses. Um, yeah. There's that guy that just comes out and steps over him as well, isn't there? Yeah, <laughs> he's very confused. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So then he, he's sent home. Basically, no, he's not sent home. Yet. He just goes home. And this, mm. but with the with the protection of the two like bouncers, this is my yeah. favourite scene where he, he walks out in a pair of tiny little shorts. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Frustic is fertig. Breakfast is ready. He's got two eggs and a massive kettle. <laughs> <laughs> just in his pants strolling along yeah. so this guy is bouncing he looks so pleased with himself he's made breakfast it's just brilliant I love it um, and this is the start really of crazy stiller isn't it I think from here on he's mm. insanity yeah, yeah like he's the the outcome of that headache is that he doesn't care anymore does he or he's yeah. sort no he of, doesn't care yeah um, and what, what do you both think of like this guy's well his, his performance and also what they do with the character now like did you did you why it was annoying did you enjoy it or what with a with Stiller himself 
I think it. I think it works. I think it's it. You you do kind of care about him, and they've. I guess it's it's quite a hard thing to portray someone aware of their own like falseness, like a character yeah. that knows he's not even is real. It's yeah. quite a hard thing to portray, and I quite. I think it works because yeah, like you say, he knows he's mad a bit, and he. I think in this half it's better because he just keeps saying, "Oh, I know I sound crazy," and I, you know, I guess even even I would think I was crazy if I came to me with this, which almost makes him not crazy because he's aware of it. Mm. Um, and I think it carries, he, I think he's still a kind of a um, likable character. I just think maybe there's a bit like, we'll get into it a bit later. There's a bit too much of the kind of running, stopping, running, stopping, running. Like there's a lot of that coming, isn't there? Which yeah. 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 I wasn't sure if all of that was needed. It almost felt like they'd gone, all right, the first part's an hour and a half. So this needs to be an hour and a half. Mm. Like, I think it's yeah. worthy of a big running time, but I think maybe some of this, kind of running, stopping, running, stopping could have been cut at the end to make it yeah, a little this, bit Yeah, this half could have been easily a lot shorter, I think. It's that yeah. whole sequence. It, I don't know, I was starting to get fatigued of like, I mean, it's really interesting sort of visually the first half and then you sort of, you sort of realise it dawns on you that they have, they are limited in what they can show. Mm. Um, yeah. Considering the big idea that they're talking yeah. about and... But yeah, I mean, I think he does a good job. I think for that for that strange sort of idea of someone who's knows he's stuck somewhere. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. I think he's. Um, I think again. I I think I agree that it's a bit too slow the second half. But I think his performance makes more sense once he's gone mad because. Mm. Like the bit mm. with the bricks in the first half and how he acts in the office as well. <laughs> I, you, it doesn't make sense. No, no. It, and he seems a bit unhinged. But then once no. he's once you know he's unhinged, it kind of frees him in a way to act like that. Yeah. And it makes sense, and you buy it. Mm. Like, he never. The, go on, sorry, Alex. I was going to say he never seemed to actually do his job in the first half. No, <laughs> like he was no. in charge of the whole simulation. You never actually see saw him at work, apart from to go in and shout at people or to like it was. It, and that was a bit unbelievable. In the second half, like you say, he's relieved of his duty, isn't he? And he's kind of put on permanent holiday, and then he is free, like you say, to just go and be crazy and. Pursue I, the investigation. I think that that's intentional. Oh, okay. I I don't think that he actually does anything. Oh. Um, but we'll get to that at the end because that's, oh, okay. that's what at the end. Um, for now, he's been fired from work in probably the funniest scene, which is when they're all having a very important board meeting. Psychologist there, Siskins there, Siskins boss is there, mm. the new bad guys there, and uh, still are just at the end of the desk, uh, like engrossed in rolling cigarettes. <laughs> Yeah. and every time they cut yeah. to me he just doesn't care what's going on I thought it was brilliant really well shot like the way that he, they you know it's serious business but he just could not care less um, yeah I like that thing he says about how like coffee's just brown because they've made it brown and in fact yeah. on in the real world coffee might be purple and all it's laughing just, at us yeah and it's just a joke that <laughs> yeah. everyone's drinking brown coffee like oh hi that's so disgusting we've made yeah. them drink and that, like, that is quite a big concept it's, an, it's a really interesting like it's a big concept put into very, put very simply, and I think yeah. some this, this does this quite a lot. It does it well, and it talks about quite big things, but in quite standard, simplistic ways that you go, oh yeah, that is kind of like yeah, that yeah. is weird. Like I think it does that well. I mean, that speech is definitely the, the best bit of that, isn't it? The most succinct mm. sort of yes. getting yeah. explained to you the whole like simulacrum, simulacrum, simulacrum situation. Good yeah. word, that isn't it? It is good, but it's hard to say. Yeah. You say it, Chris. Simulacron. 
There's no cron at the end. It's crumb. Oh, con. It's con. tough. Alex, you say it. Isn't it simulacrum? Simulacrum. Simulacrum. Yeah, I think it is yeah. simulacrum. <laughs> I'm saying like sim- simurillion. Um, simurillion. Yeah. That word, simulacrum. anyway. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sim- sim- simulacron. <laughs> there is a cron. There is a cron. Crumb, isn't it? Sim. Is it sim- Yeah. Simulacrum. Yeah. Bloody hell. <laughs> You can see what they called the film World on a Wire. Right, yeah, so uh, uh, back at the journalist uh, in, in the newspaper, they the find out that... The novel was called Simulacron. 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 Simulacron um, dry. The, <laughs> the, the journalists have found out that there was... I don't really get this, though. So they get in touch with the, the guy who wrote the original article, don't they? Yeah, in Rome. In yeah. Rome, and he's got the original article. But does that mean that Rome is outside of the simulation yeah. or just didn't bother fixing it over there? Like, I didn't really get that. No, the... I didn't. No, I couldn't understand There must be that. boundaries to the simulation. You think? Yeah. Or do you well, think they... Like, they have to reprogram it and they just couldn't bother reprogramming it to that extent? Yeah. They're doing it manually, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, there are boundaries, definitely, because that's the whole point of that bit where the road disappears because someone hadn't programmed the rest of the road. Yeah. And they even talk about that. And that, oh, yeah. that, I thought that was really cool as well. Especially. I mean, if you were programming something, you wouldn't program people in Rome, would you? You'd have them in like Basingstoke. It's just easier to program. <laughs> yeah, but, you, but then you think, that, you think that if someone in the bit you have programmed sent a letter to Rome, yeah. you'd, be, you'd just be outside the world, just hastily write a yes. response saying, yes. yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah. It's strange. Go into the letterbox and disappear and then. Yeah, <laughs> then you'd read it's, it. It's obviously right back with something wrong. Yeah. yeah, unless you're supposed to think the simulation is so huge and so complex, you know, that, Although that actually, it, you know, it has Rome in it, you know. To be fair, though, they do say that the real Stiller is enjoying playing with fake Stiller, so maybe it is some oh, simulation uh, back delivery just to fuck with him even more, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. maybe, actually, yeah. I, I mean, it's yeah. like the thing about the road, because uh, he, he, he goes to see Fritz, doesn't he, and they have a big talk about um, the glitches and stuff and about the street ending. And I think yeah. it's so funny, because that concept that you're getting to a point in a game and then programmed it properly and it glitches, in a world like, like for us to understand that in terms of computer games we've played, especially older games that were mm. a bit cruddy, yeah. That makes so much sense. But the fact that they made this film all the way back there and they thought of that as an idea, you know, in 73, yeah. they came yeah, up yeah. with that concept when I don't I mean, what was the computer games in 73? Was it? Space they, War. Okay, but they had... But they had, it wasn't, so, it, I think. Yeah, but I mean, I guess they had glitches, but not on the level of this that is so understandable to us. Yeah. You know, like, I think it's that's like, kind of... It's um, like kill screens on old games, isn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah. When, it, when they'd, like, break, run out of memory and break. So... Yeah, it's, yeah. it's quite good they got to that early on. Um, mm. Yeah, uh, then Stiller goes and sees his old receptionist, who mm. we know Alex doesn't like. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to stay away from Miss From. I'm not yeah. going to make. I'm not going to make any comments about the deliciously, wonderfully alluring Miss From. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she she likes Stiller um, as far as to say that she loves Siskin, but she also loves Stiller. Mm. Right. So I wrote down at this point. I'm going to find my note. Um, I wrote down what is it with Stiller, right? And I was hmm. thinking, just as a, just a random thought, but I think there's a reason for this, a very good reason as to why everyone loves him. Oh, because mm-hmm. because he's the simulation of the guy that is the real yeah. boss of the simulation. It's, it's already breaking, isn't it? Like at this uh... point, yeah. Because she can't, you know, she's like, I can't explain it. And you're like, you hmm. almost tick all the boxes that Siskin does. 
Yeah. Um, and like, why is he so alluring to everyone? It's because... <laughs> well, it's not like you're going to program the version of you in a game to be really ugly and cruddy, are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not going to make yourself... Re- oh, I make myself really unattractive. No women fancy me. Yeah. yeah. No, you're obviously going to make the version of you... To- yeah. Oh, clever. Yeah. I didn't even think and of that. That's really good. I'll, I'll tell you the bit that... Well, we move on. A bit, I didn't think about it at this point. A bit later on, I thought about it. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so they get together and have a passionate night of lovemaking, which in his, uh, makes him sleep for 18 hours. Like, what's going on there? What's that about? <laughs> yeah, and his weird... His, his bedroom's got those, like, crazy marble statues in it and stuff. Animal yeah, skin, un, uh, under some fur skins. Yeah. Sheets. An amazing round bed as well. Yeah. Um, it's also... one of those cool apartments, though, where the lift opens straight into the apartment. I really like yeah. that. Yeah. But it also it makes well sense these aren't you... film locations these are real people's porn yeah, houses yeah. in in yeah. Berlin yeah. or somewhere right so but again it makes more sense to me like again playing computer games where you like have your house is just like amazing in a computer game because you like upgrade everything but that makes more sense why everyone's <laughs> house yeah. in this looks yeah. so like no one lives in a shitty apartment do they it's this? like Sims like you've unlocked like the most expensive thing yeah. possible which is like a, a Vince DeMille <laughs> statue you're like I'll oh, just fuck it put it in the bedroom <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a bit, yeah, yeah. It's totally like that, you're right, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, press what's going on. Um, yeah. Uh, That's why they've all got anyway. swimming pools in their houses as well, in their, like, yeah. flats. <laughs> do, you, do you notice what he's like? He's constantly topless, isn't he, through the second half? And, like, yeah. The way he kind of swaggers around is a bit weird, isn't it? Like, he's, mm. you know, when um, this bit, when the, uh, the, the, like, the, the crazy people, the, come to get him in a straight jacket yeah and she's going like hurry up fred hurry up and he's just like very slowly getting dressed <laughs> and putting his belt yeah. on that, yeah. that was really david lynch for me as well the way that she kept you just kept going back to going fred hurry up fred hurry up <laughs> hurry up fred really funny i loved it he um, doesn't yeah. give a shit sometimes this guy he doesn't know it's brilliant Oh, what I wrote down actually is, is one of the men that come to take him away, is that the big guy with the lipstick on that the was on the lipstick. phone in the in the second simulation? Yeah, I thought that. See, I thought, it, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. I'm glad is he also the that. guy in the bar later on? Is that someone different? Well, what I wrote down at that point was that there seems to be a theme of like men with very white faces white and faces. Red, <laughs> red lips, which seems to be a th- like happens a lot in this. I don't know if that's some weird reference to like... Like cabaret, like you know that kind of like um, yeah, yeah, yeah. pre Second World War cabaret scene that was in yeah, Germany, yeah. kind of that kind of thing. I don't know if it's a reference to that or I it don't did know. have a bit of a wartime sort of feel about it. That mm. didn't it? Yeah, the club the cabaret does, scene definitely yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but before we get to the cabaret, um, we've got kind of the well, it's sort of the next big... It's sort of the last sort of big sort of twist of the film before we get into chase mode, isn't it? Which is mm. that still it goes back to the uh, newspaper and the psychologist from the office is there. And who He's been there twice now and both times he's like just come off a kiss with a woman, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is good. I like that. Uh, and yeah, the, the truth comes out basically that, um, that Stiller was right. Yeah. Um, and that it, the article had changed and... What's his name? Han, isn't it? Han. It yeah. just blows his mind. He's just like, what? He cannot. He cannot believe it. Uh, mm. And still, takes it very coolly. And this is so. This so they they drive off together, and um, it's the scene that changes it all really. Which is when they, he stops. They, they drive off. Hans driving. Still is there. Still says, mm. "Oh, I'll ring up Volmer's wife. We're yeah. going to see her because she's something going on with her. Something weird with her." Is it mm. his wife or is it his daughter? I can't remember. Oh, oh, is it his daughter? Oh, I thought it was his wife. 
Perhaps his daughter. Anyway, whoever it is. Um, he gets out of the car and Han um, just, he can't take it and drives into the water. <laughs> mm. um, so this bit, this is when I figured what's going on because it's it's clear now, isn't it, that that's two people who found the truth and immediately died, killed themselves. Yeah. yeah. And he yeah. hasn't, has he? So nope. yeah. he's got to be something different. Yes. Um, but also, this is the only bit in the film that I thought was a bit lame because they... They're in the car and they're running through it. Oh, it isn't him. It isn't him. It isn't him. And then he actually says, "Oh, and it can't be Eva, who is Volmer's yeah. wife, whatever it daughter." And I and I just was literally watching it, going, "No, but hold on, why can't it be her? You totally haven't actually yeah. given yeah. a reason why it yeah. can't be her." And it made me actually think, "Well, no, it's obviously her now." It almost exactly, drew it, yeah. and I don't know if it was the film did it deliberately to be like, "All right, look, well, here it is. This is who it is." So look, there you go, have it. That's what I think. You know? Maybe it is deliberate because the fact that you've learned that, and also the fact that he's. Uh, Invincible, or whatever, in the same scene. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it is on purpose that it so quickly yeah. just says these are the rules of the game, basically. You know, yeah, it's quite an yeah. interesting way of doing it. If it is, I mean, it could be completely unintentional, couldn't it? But yeah, maybe that's great. That bit when they're all just all the people are like, "It's him, the murderer," and they just like, like chasing yeah, him yeah, down like the, the street. Chase, walks after him. It's got a very like prisoner feel or a bit of a. I've yeah, seen that a few definitely. times in things. That sort of. That's yeah, or cool like. Thing, um, that? Uh, when we saw Night of the Living no um, Invaders is a bo- Invader of the Body Snatchers, body snatchers. yeah, 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 that, yeah it yeah. felt like that a bit yeah. yeah yeah it was really good that bit it's, I love those kind of you know like they kind of start sauntering and, and yeah. neither side's yeah, really yeah. sure if it's a chase or not yeah. yet, you know yeah <laughs> they like speed up to it <laughs> yeah that. it's really good um, yeah and then he goes to the cabaret which I'm not really sure the relevance of it. So it's like um, mm. there's a World War One a song about like marching through a forest mm. and you need eucalyptus oil <laughs> to keep yourself yeah. from getting a cold. They meet a woman who is singing a cabaret song and they put in a firing squad and shoot her. Yeah, I didn't um, get all that. I didn't get. Yeah, that. I I suspect this is probably some sort of German reference. We don't we just don't understand, isn't it? Like like Chris yeah. said, to the war or something. Or do we know? Yeah. yeah, in their cultural identity, we don't know. You know yeah, I mean? maybe. Yeah. Mm. Because I struggle to think what else is in relevance to the mm. story. I didn't know if it's like a Marlena Dietrich, like with the woman miming, like that. If they were like Marlena Dietrich songs, or I didn't really get it. I didn't get the uh, the black guy topless in the kitchen in an that's mental making yeah, the that's... food either. I yeah, didn't no, get no, why no. he was <laughs> what, what he the was little doing. cravat. Yeah, the, I didn't the only thing really... it made me think of was like you know in the Truman Show when they have to like hurry to go to scenes where yes, yeah, he's not dressed yet. right. <laughs> Yeah, that's like just busting the wrong actor. Just yeah, we've we've only got we've only got the weightlifters. Yeah, uh, just stick him in the kitchen. Yeah, it makes going in the kitchen. It's a great concept because you can explain any mistakes in the film. You can explain them just like oh, it's a glitch in the in the in the matrix, or it's a glitch in the game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, The whole shot's really weird, isn't it? Because also, it seems like the guy, the the waiter who serves Stiller, Mm. when when the police come in and try to catch Stiller, it seems as though he's on Stiller's side, doesn't it? The yeah. Winter? No, he kind of helps him, doesn't he? But why? Yeah. I don't. Is, yeah, I don't really. Has is, is Eva gone into another unit and like taken that unit over? Oh, oh, hold on. Is everyone with a white face and red lips? Is that <laughs> Eva in inside other units trying to mm. help him? You're like an agent. Yeah, like she's taken over other like Agent mm. Smith. Yeah, mm. so is she in? Is she helping him in, get out of the club? Also, when she's in the third simulation with Einstein, is she pointing him to go? Because she stops that that one in the phone makes him stay a little bit longer and see Laos in the third oh, yeah. simulation. Yeah. Are there any like theories online that we can read on these on this I thing? Mm. I've not read into anything yet. 
No. Um, I will afterwards. I want to make up my own mind first before I mm. rip something yeah. else off. <laughs> but no, I'll definitely look into it um, yeah. uh, afterwards. There's yeah. some good stuff um, in the in the press pack for the Blu-ray, I think it is. There's like an, an unpublished, uh, like a kind of little essay thing, whatever, written by um, Fassbinder. And he says some quite interesting things about like how the worlds work. So, like, he basically says, like, for instance, so he calls, so he says it's world one, two, and three. So mm. one is the top world, two is Stiller's world, three is the third, you know, the, the simulation they're making, right? Mm. So he says, for instance, he says, when a power plant fails in world one, the error is quickly programmed into a power plant in world two. Its inhabitants find a solution. This is then adopted in world one. So, like, he sees it working. Like, basically, in the real world, we have an issue, and then we program it into simulation, see what they do, and then we carry on. We use that as, like, a... Because how's, like, how's that quicker than them solving it in World 1? Yeah, well, they're running faster or something. What's well, all, but also, he says that his other theory is that World 1 has become highly dependent on World 2, that they're almost kind of parasitic, that they, they, they use the second simulation to do everything for them, in a way. And that they've almost, it's like a kind of master-servant thing. And that, in fact, actually, the servant has, has, controlling. Is, is controlling it. Yeah, because the master can't do anything without the servant. So in World 1, they literally can't really function without putting things through World yeah, that 2 is, first. That implies either that World 2 is running at a faster time or mm. that they're, like, laser-focusing the yeah. whole efforts of World 2 onto one particular task at a time, I suppose, which... yeah. Um, so it's, it says this is why it's so in uh, this is world two uh, sorry world one this is why it's so interested in preserving world two if world two were to stop performing its services and become independent world one would teeter and collapse since it has long forgotten how to reproduce it, itself or for that matter how to generate a new simulation so they're almost he in his mind the simulation but that would the, destroy world two as well right because that yeah exactly in yes world, yeah but that's why the, the World 1 wants World 2 to not have anyone, any bugs or any kind of like yeah. people knowing because they mm. literally use it. I mean, I guess it's like if you, it's like if you were, it, it, if in your life, like, you know, like I said, if you had a simulation that could tell you how the outcome of anything would go, you probably would become reliant on it because you would just go, well, you know, should I leave for work 10 minutes early well, or it's not? It's like having I'll a save off. game, isn't it? Yeah, you're constantly going to let the simulation do it, see how it goes and go, oh, I won't do that now then. You know, yeah. so maybe they would become reliant on it. Well, in in his mind, they did. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, mm, interesting question, don't they? Mm. It's a it's a real head scratcher. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Stiller's gone off to his cabin. Yeah. Um, and he's sort of he's going to full like Armageddon mode now. Like he's got his gun out. He's like right. He's this got is his, he's got his gun. Yeah. This is the end of of. Rambo 4, whatever it is, he's just going <laughs> to shoot them all down. He's not interested. Um, but the only person who turns up is Eva, who he shoots in the head, but then miraculously she's not actually dead. Mm. What's going on there, eh? Why is she then, not dead? Yeah. Um, and then they never talk, and she's like, look, they're going to kill you. You've got to get out. You've got to go. And he's like, no, you've got to go. You've got to get away. And she goes and turns to a wolf. Yeah. And he shoots the wolf dead. And, yeah. Uh, it's and and again he has a this is so this is when the classical music plays over the electronic mm. and the electronic after she, she gets shot the electronic takes over mm. and he has a big headache 
And this was the worst acting in the film, I think. His headache here is very uh, ridiculous. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I think this is where the film's kind of slowed down, hasn't it? This sort of last yeah. section after this. Um, well, it, and then the tree, then a tree falls on him. Like it's right, like it's like he's him. trying to be killed by Wiley Coyote or something. It get, it gets like almost like absolutely ridiculous. I mean, but I guess that's the point. Is I guess yeah. if if the guy in the real world is just like ah, let's have a tree fall him, like <laughs> you know, ah, fuck it. Let's have a tree. Um, and then the thing with the bird, that's insane. Oh, yeah. So the, I love that bird. That bird what comes... What kind of bird was that? I don't know, but so there's a bird in his house Is next to the cat? gas. No. What's it? Yeah, he's like sat on the gas pipe, isn't he? Yeah, so he just starts shooting it, and then yeah. he blows up his entire cabin. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. Would yeah. that happen? Oh, I don't know. It's just mental, isn't it? It just gets mental. That This bit just goes a bit... <laughs> just goes a bit crazy, doesn't it? Yeah, because then he's in the know. car with the, the guy who's like, oh, you can't smoke, I've got a nicotine problem. <laughs> oh, then, yeah, oh, God. That guy, then the road yeah. ends and he's like, oh, I feel sick, and he gets out, and it's it's oh. all, it's yeah, it's odd. Um, yeah. But then it quite quickly resolves then. So Eva reappears. Um, is it a hotel, isn't it, I think? Mm. And she's like, look, there's no point running. And this is the first time that she openly says to him, like, no, you're right, you're intelligent, you found out, we can't have someone who's as clever as you in here. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she, she's got a gun, but she reveals that like, basically she's falling in love with this stiller because her stiller is a megalomaniac who is, um, mm. he's sort of obsessed with playing with the game for his own ends, like making stiller's life hell. And yeah, he's, he thinks he's God. She says, and he? he thinks he's God mm-hmm. and how the stiller inside here is a more perfect version because he's not got any of those yeah. negative traits. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how she's put that out. Like, how long has she been there or been watching him? I don't know what... No, I don't know. And he hasn't even been in control of a simulation for that long, really, because mm. Volmer was before before him. So he hasn't really had the chance to be like, oh, let's, you know, get rid of Christopher yeah. Nobody or uh, people like that. <laughs> Unless, again, as I say, like, as like, if he's not actually got the job... The, you know, the role he's got mm. is the role of the real stiller. Yeah. But like you say, you never see him work. No. Like... What if he is his existence is kind of dependent on her and what she wants him to do or what he wants him to do? So yeah. he's not on the same clockwork rotation as everybody else. He's mm. not actually doing a job. He's just appearing when mm. it it suits him to appear, and that's why yeah. that's why he notices the the differences because he's not in the same time as everybody else. You see what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. I mean, the he mistake they make is not is not not committing him to the whole simulation. Yeah, is why the holes appear for him, and he starts to figure it out. But like the way they change people's jobs, and like you know the guy, like the the Laos's job is then someone else's job. You, yeah, you don't know. Stilla could have had seven different jobs, seven different lifetimes, and Ava could have been like in each one of them and grown to love him through that. Do you know what I mean? You don't know how many yeah. times the simulation's been running in different ways. You know, so yeah, yeah. But that's what, you see what I mean? I don't think he's actually. I don't think he's running against those rules anyway. Like I uh, think he's okay. he's a get yeah. He's a separate sort of pet project of the real Stiller or of this um, mm, Volmer, yeah. and he's and that's why he's aware of things because he's out of sync with it in a way. Yeah, yeah. Because there's got to right. be there's got to be a reason for why he doesn't die and why he figures it out and gets out, hasn't there? Yeah. It's our, and if he's the creator, I just don't think that's enough for a reason. I, I prefer the reason that it's because he's not he's been treated differently by the program. Or whatever, yeah. He's but... been programmed. Yeah. Differently. Yeah. yeah. No, it's kind really of different rules applying to him. I think like, as yeah, a, that's, that's what I like to think. Yeah. As like a supervisor in that sense, in the, 
And it's it's more torturous for him to watch all these things happen around him and still be going mm, than yeah. it is for him to just be killed off very quickly and then thrown back in again. It's more yeah. of a kind of a long-standing torture and like to watch him if the real yeah. stiller is watching him have breakdowns and like oh god a tree nearly hit me oh god I've just blown up my cabin like stuff like that is probably more fun than just oh I killed him you know yeah. so yeah that probably is I, true I suppose actually as well like it, the, the last scene of stiller in world two which is him going to the protest mm. and get on a car and loudly proclaiming he's right you know I've been um set up whatever yeah in front of armed policemen after he's already been told he's going to be shot that morning that's kind of his suicide isn't it i suppose mm-hmm. that is him saying i've had enough yeah kill me yeah 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 definitely. So he has come in in the end anyway but um, yeah but yeah he does that he goes and gets shot and he dies but then it, it cross cuts it's a, a lovely like um it like zooms up from the car doesn't it? he's lying mm. flat dead in the car and the camera pans up slowly and cross cuts with another volmer in a wonderful looking jumper <laughs> <laughs> That's some uh, thick nice, tog on that jumper. It's a nice, it's a nice jummy, yeah. 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 Uh, he's waking up in what we assume is World 1. Yeah, the yeah, real top world. world. Real world. Yeah, top the top world. world, yep, top world. Yeah. With uh, another Eva. Mm. And at first he's quite perturbed by this, but then he opens the blinds, sees a bit of sunlight, and gets happy and dances around. And it yeah. finishes him with him proclaiming, I am, I am. But is it um, real? Well, do you know what, do you know what I think? Yeah, no, no, I don't. Okay. Tell me. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the first, the first episode, Chris, you made reference to the uh, extensive use of ADR in this pro, in this film. And yes. Everything's recorded over itself a lot. Yeah. Right. At the end here, they really, really go overboard on the ADR as they're running around and in a very like not convincing way, like in the... Her noise is the, they spin around and stuff like that. You can tell more than ever before it's been dubbed on top, right? Oh. So is that the clue that this is still a fake world because oh. the sound's still fake and that if mm. it had come out to a real world, we wouldn't be hearing ADR dialogue at all anymore? No. Mm. No, you don't think so? I don't think that. I think, I think the amount of ADR used is directly proportional to the shitness of the location for sound. Yeah. I'm going to my method though because <laughs> it's more romantic to think no, that yes. they've actually yeah, planned okay. out on that level. Yeah. So he's on. So do you think he's not in the top? Where he's in another simulation. He's only gone one level up, kind of thing. Totally, yeah. And there's still more simulations to go, kind of thing. Yeah, mm, and I think, the, and also the fact the room's so like barren and small is like as though they've not like mm. really worked out what this world should be yet. Or something. <laughs> but that's probably yeah. like that's just ironic, isn't it? It's just saying that. That's real. That's. I don't think it is. <laughs> I don't I know. Like they've, they've booted up a new world or something like that. Like he's still in there. Mm. I, I don't know. know. Uh, it, it's very, very open to interpretation. The very totally, end, yeah. isn't yeah. it? You really could. You can see it either way, which is good. I think that's what yeah. you need. You can't have a definitive answer. Like no, you know, definitely not. No. If the Hollywood remake, the well, the Hollywood remake, he would come out and then he'd have to fight himself, and then do you know what I mean? Like it would be like a proper big. Yeah, the Hollywood like, remake, he'd, they'd go to a, a rave bar on yeah. New Earth <laughs> and have an awful sex scene. And then yeah. um, what happened at the end of the last Matrix? I can't remember. What's, what's the Matrix where he fights all of the Agent Smiths and it's really bad special effects? That's, the, like, that's the second one. Yeah, they'd be like oh, that. Isn't there, aren't there loads of Neos at the end of the third one? Isn't that oh. the thing? No, there's loads yeah. of agents right at the end. Uh, no, whatever. that's the second one. Anyway, uh, And at the very end of the... 
Oh, is it? End, right, okay. end yeah. as well. That's what they do. They do that. That's, that's what Hollywood would do. Yeah. <laughs> and there we go. We've got to the end of this epic uh, three hours, 22 minutes of World on a Wire. So, wow. final thoughts. What did everyone think? Chris, what do you think overall, both parts, the whole shebang? Uh, really good ideas. I like how we went into these multiple levels in the end. And um, a good thought one. Um I, I just struggle with, I mean, I love the beginning where it's kind of like, oh, it's so cinematic, these locations. And uh, I like just seeing this this part of the world and how it looks and mm. like Kubrickian before. Mm. Uh, well, around sort of same time, wasn't it? Um, and then I don't know, I just got fatigued with the um, settings and visuals and yeah but otherwise yeah good show cool alex i think it was really good i think it was really interesting i like this kind of um like heavyweight conversations about reality and psychology and philosophy Mm -hmm. and i liked all that and i think it was done in a good way but i do agree with chris i think the second the second part as it were i think it was just a bit too much i think it could have been tighter yeah Yeah, I think it could have been tighter. I think it could have tightened up the whole thing and maybe had a good two-hour story rather than a kind of, you know, yeah, rather than the length it was. I think it just it it went a bit too far. And then it, 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 it although I didn't, you know, I don't want a complete explanation. When he was mm. just moving from location to location and just like running away, but people weren't catching him and he just appeared in places. And it just got a bit like, yeah, like you say, it was almost a bit silly, but not even in a kind of good way. Um, but yeah, overall, I really enjoyed it. And I think it's just so impressive that a film, yeah, from 1973 can kind of tap on these ideas that we see as being quite kind of modern Mm. Um, but this was kind of covering those things and covering them, yeah, reasonably well. Um, yeah, but yeah, but I kind of, yeah, like I said, I agree with Chris. I think some of the limitations trip it up a little bit. Um, the things you can't see become more obvious that you're not seeing them towards the end. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I disagree on the length. I, I think that it get the getting silly bit is the bit that I think. Mm, I think I don't mind it getting silly. I just think it's not done very well. Mm, okay. Um, and I don't mind the length. Like I, I, I like I like how blank it is in a way, and that like you know we can't just you know, draw many conclusions. I love that. I yeah. love like something that just lets me think and have all these ideas and write my own ending and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I do think the second half was weaker than the first, mm. but I I'd like to watch it all again in one go, and especially now I know about it. Like I think knowing, I think knowing the mystery, having that solved, it's like watching Twin Peaks again. Like mm. I can kind of like soak in the atmosphere more. So I think mm. I might watch it again. Um, mm. But no, I, I I I bloody loved it. I really did. Um, <laughs> very much my kind of thing. Yeah, you said that. It's right up your street, isn't it? It's it is. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. So let's rank it, shall we? Uh, who mm. wants to go first? Shall I show my cards first? Yeah. Go on. Go first. I think it's 21. Oh. Uh, above Guardians of Galaxy and below mm, Fifth mm, Element. Mm, um, mm. Because it's not perfect, but it is way better than it kind of should be in a way. Like in its age and stuff like that. It just it yeah. was just very much better. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Alex. 
Mm, I think a bit lower than that. Uh, it's odd because Dark City's on here at 26. And mm. Dark City is kind of, you know, was kind of the Matrix. A lot of people say, oh, the Matrix before the Matrix. Uh, but not done as well. So I do think it's kind of it's better than that. But I, I go 25. 25. Okay. Below Wally, above Mars Attacks. Mm. Yeah. No, I think I agree with that. Yeah, because I do think it, you're right. It should be around that area, but maybe not as high as it's you've way said. Than Wally. Um, it's, be- it's better than. Well, is well, it better than Dread though? <sighs> um, Dread is pretty much perfect. Come on, it's more ambitious than Dread. <laughs> yeah, but Dread's bloody good though. Come it's on. true. Dread is really good, mm. and, and you're right. Dread's like doing what it does very well. Yeah. Um, so, so is this? I don't know. Yeah. Well, so you're also both saying 25, and I'm saying yeah, I th- yeah, yeah. That that was the kind of the level I was looking at, and I think yeah, Chris has got the number right. 24 is above Wally. <sighs> Just tilt it slightly for me, because you know, like I yeah, really like yeah. It. All right, you did that with 2001 for me. I'm all right with that. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Chris Why? isn't. <laughs> um, I've, got, I've got the only editing controls of the list nowadays. So. Yeah, I just noticed oh. that. I'm just trying to fix some erroneous entries like Star, yeah, a mess this is. Star Trek 4 The Empire Strikes Back <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's number one on the list <laughs> Oh dear <laughs> um, Well yeah that's I mean we've migrated to Letterboxd which is that's probably the, the clearest sign of that Not the updating this anymore um, Right Brilliant. Well, that was that was good. Thanks, Colin, for that. It's a different mm. one, wasn't it? Very different. Yeah. Um, and anyone and who wants can go out and buy it on Blu-ray from Second Sight. It was came out in February. Nice Blu-ray yeah. box set. Got like loads of art cards in it, I think, as well. Nice yeah. restoration. Go for it. Um, brilliant. So we're not going to go back and get to the past because we forgot to before, but we can just say that next week it's the 100th episode. Mm. Big deal, really. Uh, yeah. New website, all sorts going on. We'll explain more then. Uh, a big self-indulgent quiz. And the film we're watching is, for many reasons now, I think we'd long planned that Alien would be an important film, didn't we? Yeah. But um, especially now, Chris having released his short film, it's Alien. We're going to do the first Alien, Ridley Scott's Alien. Mm. Um, which, synopsis is probably not necessary. Everyone's seen it. If you haven't seen it, uh, there's a ship. going to find out what's gone on. And there's an Alien. It's Jaws in Space, that's the, uh, isn't it? That's what they say. Jaws in Space. Jaws in Space, there you go. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, so that's next week. Um, and also, before we go, one more thing. Uh, as you know, we do a re-ranking show every year for oh. our birthdays. Uh, me and yep. Chris choose ours in September. I chose Predator. Chris, you chose? Um, I couldn't remember either. I want to, oh, last time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I did Independence Day, I think. Yeah. No, but what did you do this time? Oh, this no, time? Independence Day. Again? No, I'm going to do Independence Day again. No. You did, cause did. I f- did I? Because the first time you chose Ghost in the Shell. Oh, yes, you're right, yeah. yeah. Independence Day. Oh, is it Independence Day this time? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so, Alex, happy birthday for last week. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, was, it was it a good, good one? Yeah, it was yeah. really nice. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I hope you spent most of the day trying to decide on what your re-ranking film is going to be. So let us know I did. what that is. I did. And I know you're both going to be really... See, the last time we did this, I picked a film and you both were really angry with me. But I was a bit surprised how angry <laughs> you were. This time, I'm pretty sure... I just don't I want to re-watch shit, mate. So All right, well, we'll see what happens time. because I picked Tron. 
Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. I love Tron, and I don't think you gave it the respect that it deserves. So we're watching. Where is Tron it again. now? It's at forty-four. Forty-five now. Oh, you bastard! I think Tron deserves more. Uh, so we'll be watching Tron. Yeah. So there you go. Wow. <laughs> so what, what? Today's forty-four. So. Oh, is it? Yeah. What are I'll the numbers? Yeah, that, that lands. What are things so, yeah. that? Uh, Predator's currently at five. I thought it should be at one. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Independence Day is currently at uh, 44. Oh. oh in fact, it, Independence Day is one above Tron, which is at 46. Oh, yeah, so it's no. going to be a battle them, next week. How, they, how <laughs> yeah. them dice going to land. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, so it could all, all change down there. So um, basically, I ha- basically, me and Chris have to come up with arguments to convince you which mate, film was better, Independence Day on. or Tron. Come on, man. Well, you, yeah, I mean, it's you not high of Independence Day. But are you high? Could, <laughs> which one, Tron, which one is better than Independence history? Day? Yeah, uh, which did, mate? Which did? <laughs> Tron! <laughs> Tron which, did. Which one has Will Smith saying, welcome to work from Punching an Alien? Yeah, come on. Which one has light Get cycles real. in it? Light Get cycles. Real. Give me a quote yeah. from Tron. Um, you can't. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I can't. No, I can't think of a classic. This one. is when my long-term plan that I'm actually reading uh, Independence Day comes back in, and I get it boosted all the way back up the the list. So you I'm, don't I'm like it. I'm good in for true. top twenty. <laughs> top twenty. Yeah, we'll find out. So that'll be episode 101. Um, mm. Right. So um, yeah, check out the website sciencefictionratingsystem.com. We are all over social media at Sci-Fi Rating. Is that right? Sci-Fi Rating. That's right. Instagram, okay. Facebook, and Twitter. Um. And email us. Uh, you can email us at sciencefictionratingsystem at gmail.com and say... You can, you can also email us at mail at sciencefictionratingsystem.com and it actually works now. Yeah. Wow. Capture all. Can you put, like, sam at sciencefictionrating.com and... Uh, I don't know. Mm. Um, probably not. What if don't you had specifically you wanted to say to Sam, not, not the rest of us? Yes. No, no, it captures all. It goes in the same oh, box. Okay. I don't think it does, though. Oh, okay. We've, we've given you two working email addresses. So just yeah. don't try the third. <laughs> just in case. Brill. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, fantastic. That's all, isn't it? I think nothing else to... No, unless you've had any communications. Um, I think only related to the re-watch. The, the we had a huge thing, uplift so. in viewers and no comms. It's all because of Chris. They're all here for Chris. Don't worry, Chris will be back with Alien next week. Nice one. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.